0: Welcome, welcome, welcome! We are on episode number Lou,
1: number eight, ladies and
0: gentlemen. Number, number eight. eight. <laughs> what is
1: happening, sir Bash? How are you yes. doing on this fine episode, bro?
0: I'm, uh, I'm doing mighty fine, thank you, Lord Lou.
1: How are you doing? Oh, my Lord Lou's doing stellar, mate. Absolutely stellar. <laughs> Tell you what, number eight used to be my my favorite number. For, oh, really? I don't know what reason. And then it changed to forty-seven, and now we just don't have favourite numbers anymore, man. I don't know if it's a thing of growing up, but uh, episode eight, episode eight, we must have a pat on the shoulders for that. Bro. There you go,
0: there I'm you being go. Chuffed about that, <laughs> but we are approaching double digits, man. That's a big deal. That is that is really a big deal, you know. And uh, I, again, thank you to all the the followers, the subscribers, the the yeah. interactors. Everyone who's commenting, sharing, all this kind of stuff, please keep the support up. Uh, I've been getting, I got some really good feedback about our last episode, you know, when we were dealing with emotions and, and all that kind of stuff. It was a, it was a touchy subject, right? It was it, was was it, was it um, feedback from all the females? Uh, yeah. Uh, not all of them were female, but majority. <laughs> Ma- majority. I don't know. So I don't know if it, uh, if it was more helpful to the female audience. Maybe the guys were like, really, dude. Like, this is basic. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> I thought you're going in the reason, like, bro, I don't have emotions. But nah. then you just like, Pulled a, a 180 on the woman there again, bro.
0: Yeah. Listen, listen, we got to be, uh, we, we got to be objective and we got to be fair about these things. You know, it's, uh, it's just how it is, you know. But uh, Lou, how's your week been, man? We are in November, dude. November. Bro, can I just say it feels like someone's put the accelerator
1: button onto <laughs> time itself because. I swear it was like yesterday that I was busy saying what's up to you in episode seven and here we are at episode eight. Not to mention like if you had to literally ask me to recall what I've done in the past week, it's a blur. My <laughs> well, man, it is a blur. It's not to say that I haven't done anything. Don't get me wrong. It's just that the days are literally like morphing into each other. Ah, oh, Like today, let's take today, for example, I literally spent the whole day doing one freaking project, man. And like, it was great. You know, we're learning a lot of things and things are coming to life. And we're like, oh, a lot of aha moments, uh, which is always fun. But yeah, see, it drains you, man. It really, really drains you. But um, as always, the weather's on my side. So it's nice and cool and raining, which is great. So it was a good, comfortable environment for it, man.
0: Now, bro, the rain, rain was a problem today. Let's be honest. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why it always chooses to rain when I want to play tennis. I just I can't. I can't do it, dude. I'm, I'm just... Yeah,: I've got no it's words on. Just stop playing tennis, bro. Give it up. Dude. You, you take <laughs> that back. You take that back. Oh my gosh. I will not, I will not accept such negativity on the show. Llewellyn, Van Earden.: uh, hey, 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 it's, it's objective anchors,
1: man. <laughs> how, how, how that makes your emotions feel up to you, bro.: <laughs> Yeah, yeah Speaking but of, mm. There was something that I wanted to mention to you last week, right? And because we watched the World Cup the Rugby World Cup in yeah. different venues. Yeah. But there was a few moments when I was like, yes, Bash must be celebrating right now. And those only moments was when they showed Roger Federer wearing the Springboks scarf.
0: <laughs> Roger was in the stands with the Springbok on, boy. Springbok. <laughs> I loved it, man.
1: I loved yeah, it. I thought that was so cool. I was like, hmm, Bash must be happy right now.
0: <laughs> I'll be honest. When I, when I saw him, I, I did get very excited. Then I had to remember I'm watching a rugby match. You know, this isn't his thing. you know are yeah, not kind there of, for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, to your point, dude, that accelerator. Oh my gosh. You know, w- once you hit October, they call it silly season, you know, and I promise you, October, I remember we arrived and then I blinked and October was gone, dude. I was like, what is happening here? This is insane. Like like the time is gone. And already we're on the 7th of November. Well, as of today is the 7th yeah. of November, the time of this recording. Right. And we're gonna blink again. It's gonna be December, dude. It's jeez. It is insane.
1: Yeah. And for the audience out there, those that aren't listening locally in South Africa, let us just tell you right now that December in South Africa is a vibe. Oh, it vibe. is, it is um. Sheesh. Man, it's like another season in a sense, bro The whole country just goes crazy It's like (laughs) whether we're working or not It's December, boys Yeah, you you just feel it in the air, bro You
0: just feel it in the air It's there It's like chilled, you know And I know everyone in South Africa Runs to the coast in December, right? Yeah But for the last couple of years My philosophy has been like Hey, stay home Because Mm -hmm. there is nobody here, dude Like, Like, it's amazing You never have to stand in a line there's no issues about products on the shelves. You don't have to worry about anything. Not even traffic, dude. It is yeah. amazing. Like from the 16th of December up until the first week of January. It is brilliant here in the Josie. So yeah, it's a uh, place
1: to be, man. The yeah. coast can have its 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 tourists and its visitors. But we'll be in Joburg, bro, and doing that's what it, we man. do best.
0: And that's it. Well, I mean, I've got a trip. Very far away this December. But uh Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't even had time to even think about how I feel about that yet, dude. Do you even get excited for it or everything? It's just I've just been so busy, man. Yeah, see. Well okay.
1: tell you what, tell you what, once the once the plans are more finalized and you feel mm-hmm. a bit more excited and you know what's going on in your life, mm-hmm. um, you can tell the audience about that.
0: Yeah. And yeah, we're yeah. gonna
1: put a special request in, Lord Lou and the audience, that we need like content from you, bro. Absolute content on your uh, holiday.
0: I will do that. that I will we can that.
1: experience it vicariously through you. How does that sound?
0: I like that. I will do that <laughs> i'll even I'll even post to the respawn page if i've if I've got signal. How's that? otherwise yeah. I'm going to take all the content and then come back and do it. you know we'll see. but good news is, I did yeah. watch uh, uh, a tutorial on YouTube on how to use my phone's camera properly because my phones oh, my phone's cool. like it's like yeah, it's, it's, like cool. yeah, it's, it's true.
1: One of the ones leading in the markets.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's Jack. So the I've been testing out all those settings and stuff, and man, it is like some really cool content. Let me tell you, it's like Gosh. like very cool. Yeah, but then I'm getting stuck in that trap of like, okay, I don't want to look like one of those guys who always has his phone out, you know, like, the, yeah, kind of thing. You but do it's it,
1: bro. who cares? Who cares? Yeah. You're never going to see those people ever again.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, you got to be in the moment. You know all that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. Or you can capture the moment. Okay, fair enough. Memory and memory and phone. There, there we go. We'll just do that. But Lou, what are you? What are you most looking forward to this holiday season? I know. Was it last episode? Episode before you were talking about the struggle of, do I take a holiday? Do I? Do I keep working? Do I? Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna give you like the most boring answer possible right now. Well, it's it might be boring for some of the audience. I'm excited for it. Bro, I'm excited to be just working on on this business that I've started, man. I'm excited to just keep on pushing through with the various projects that I at hand and kind of starting the next year with a bang, man. It's uh, it's pretty cool because typically December has always been quite a, a slowdown for me when yeah. I was in the real estate industry and a very welcome slowdown. Like, oh, thank, thank goodness, you know, not talking to certain people, not talking to the attorneys, not dealing with government. It's been great. But this year, I've got a different opportunity to experience it a bit differently, mm. and I'm hyped, man! Absolutely yeah, nice. hyped. I know it sounds very boring. Look, I'm sure I'll, sh- I'll uh, throw some relaxation in there somewhere. But um, yeah, man, we're excited just to carry on with the work, I suppose. Yeah, I know it sounds boring, audience, but that's it, Uh but,
0: but it's so inter- <laughs> it's so interesting the way uh, um, like creativity and productivity uh, affect you. You know, it's like it's like motivating. It's, it's, it, it pushes you to do more. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You, you, you get like this cool momentum, you know, where if you, if you know you're gaining ground and you're ticking those things off, you know, and I'm not just talking about like normal work at a job. I'm talking about like, you know, if you've got an inspiration in your heart, if you've got a vision, mm-hmm. if you, you know, if you're taking those steps to, uh, um, to, to get it complete, you know, yeah. it's almost like it doesn't burn you out. Like it doesn't, um, yeah. you know, it it doesn't, like make you crash and stuff. Look, you you still feel the fatigue and all that kind of stuff, but in a different way. Y- y- you yeah, know I get the
1: physical fatigue, but that mental burnout really doesn't come along mm. if you manage well. And it's funny what you're saying because I was actually chatting to my sister today, also owns her own business and has been running that for the past ten years. And you know, we were just talking about the thing of you know, like there are going to be late nights, et cetera. Et cetera and. It was such a cool thing that she said the one comment was, but isn't that just great? Like, isn't that exciting? <laughs> like, that's literally a viewpoint. Like, it's mine. It's my late night. Why the hell not? Mm. You know? And mm. it's just like, it's a great perspective to have, Cecilia. Well done to you. Yeah. I'll be jotting that one down because I can relate to it. And it's some—it's um, it, a healthier perspective to have, in all mm. honesty. Mm. I'd much rather be um, working towards a, a goal and a dream than just thinking about it, in all honesty.
0: Yeah it's kind of like that mindset of, you know, push the limits, you know? And uh, I mean, we've touched on that enough, but I mean, um, just, just the, the curiosity of, wow, what could I actually achieve?
1: Yeah. You know?
0: And, and you do, you do one little thing and your confidence is like, Hey, what? I did that. And then you do another thing. And like, wow. Then you do yeah. another thing and you know, you just keep going and eventually you're actually like this, this steam engine, you know, you're just going yeah, down the tracks, you know? And it's like, it, it it's, it's such a cool feeling, man, you know? and, and you know, last week we were talking about emotions and, um, you know, uh, we, we, we spoke a lot about the negative ones, obviously, because, <clears> you, you know, that's always the focus, what people do. But, I mean, I think this week, you know, because um, there was a lot to think about on that last yeah. episode. There, there really was. And, uh, and, and like I said, the feedback that I did get, people said that, hey, listen, you guys are, are talking about some good stuff here, you know. Because yeah. not only was it uh, um, relevant, but it was useful. You know, yeah. which, is, which is what we aim for in Respawn. You know, it's, it's the better way. Yeah, if we can call it that. But, um, the practical
1: better way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out yeah. of touch, 5 a.m., 2 a.m. morning better yeah, way.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's the one. Eh? That's the one. The late night, late night. Yeah. Um, but just, just t- take those emotions of, of, you know, actually completing something or accomplishing something or, you know. Uh, l- dude, let's take an example, right? How hectic was the crash after the Rugby World Cup?
1: Bro, like, Monday was depressing, man. It was, like it was an weird, anthem, eh?
0: Man. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you dude, Because we had this whole week. We're like, yeah, we're in the final. It's New Zealand. You're watching every analysis. You're hearing every commentary. You know, you, you're doing all these kind of things. You, yeah. You're getting hyped up. You're talking about it with all your people. And then you get to the game. You're so stressed out. You're like, oh, my goodness. And then it was, what, an hour after the game, and in your mind, you're like,
1: God's good night, I'll uh, see you tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then and then you wake up on Sunday and it's it's business as usual. You know what I'm saying? It, it was like so weird. But but when this process that you're talking about, you know, where you are taking it on you. And, and I think this is where the hard work ethic died personally, mm. right? I know for me, it died for a little while because, um, you know, being in a position or uh, not a position, sort of environment, you know, being in an environment where you don't have the freedom to express your creativity or you don't have the the opportunity, you know, yeah. um, it can be an environment that can stifle you very quickly.
1: Yeah. 100%. You know what I'm saying?
0: And then the worst part is, is like, you know, they always use that, um, what, that analogy where they say, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm working so hard to make someone else rich. You know, that you know, you know that thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And listen, the thing is, hard work is is great. You know, guys, listen, work as hard as you can. That's that's the point. You know, yeah. Hard work's hard work's always rewarding. Right. Yeah. But um, but the thing is, is, is when you're in that environment where you don't get to put effort into what you're carrying in your heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where you don't get to put effort into like making it a reality with like physically in front of you. It gets very disheartening um to stay motivated you know yeah. you know you hit that uh, that proverbial rut you know mm. and eventually it just becomes this kind of comfort zone where um you definitely know you're not on the front foot yeah you know yeah. and and those those good emotions from working hard and achieving things and everything when you're in a situation like that they reach a plateau very quickly you yeah. know they, they they kind of flatten out you know yeah and and they say like in the workplace if you arrive uh, uh, in a new position at a new company or whatever, they say within three to six months, okay, if if you're a good worker, within three to six months, you've already reached the proficiency you need. Yeah. They they say that everything after that timeline or after that timestamp is going to be redundant. It's just going to be the same routine over and over and over again. You know, obviously, yeah. except for certain environments, obviously, you know. Yeah. But, um, but typically, after those three to six months, when you're done learning, when you're done ad- adapting, you know, all that kind of stuff, you just hit that you know, and you get stuck in that in that kind of what's the word? Lull, if I can call yeah, it. Yeah, it's a bit of a
1: lull, bit of a limbo almost. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Just, um, it's not that you're lost and you don't know where you're going. It's just you kind of like lose sight of the direction that you mm. were going in. And you almost you lose sight of the the reason. The reason that you're heading in there in the first place. Mm. But it's cool what you're mentioning because that lack of creativity in the well I and mean, the lack of an environment which inspires their creativity. It's a massive thing, man. And yeah, just to like disclaim out there, when we say creativity, we're not just talking about, you know, your typical run-of-the-mall creative things. It can be whatever profession you're qualified in. You can be creative. Yeah, Like, dude, some of the things I've seen you do with Exile, like, damn, that is creative as hell. And in my mind, Exile's like the most boring-looking interface program and confusing as heck program I've ever come dude. across but, but hey you're creative with it
0: <laughs> listen but I will, I will state hands down that Excel is still the greatest piece of software I've ever used in my life dude bro <laughs> the videos <laughs> I
1: see on TikTok man dude. of the infographics
0: that these people
1: are creating with Excel yes like, dude <laughs> why do we need Photoshop y'all
0: Excel's doing the job. <laughs> no, it's insane. Eh? Who? Are, I think was it you? Someone sent me a link for Excel championships here in South Africa or something. I'm like, hey, whoa! Hold on, hold on. Listen, listen. I, I got, I got, I got some Excel skill. But listen, those guys who go to that thing, no ways, brother. No, ways.
1: <laughs> there's a whole thing right there. Yeah, but they, it's, it's cool that you mentioned that, bro, because you know, actually, one of the topics that we wanted to talk about tonight was to take it all the way back to episode one where we mentioned that, hey guys, when you're on the process having a mentor is absolutely critical. Mm,
0: mm. And the
1: reason why I'm bringing that up now, and I want to digress a bit by telling you a bit of a story is that my mother has been in a leadership position for like the past 12 years of her life, right? She's been principal at a primary school. And I don't think people understand how much that entails, but basically you have to lead 60 adults minimum plus 1000 more kids, you know? So the, so the list is endless and, just from witnessing her and just being on the sidelines being in the house with her and stuff and seeing the steps that she has to take as the leader and as the mentor in that environment to keep it creative for the other adults there and for the children man it is huge and no sometimes i literally sit back and i'm like gosh i think i must just try and make a plan to go work at a school because like that's cool you know it's cool to have a Someone above you That's looking out for you in this way yeah. That is waking up each day And in their mind it's not just Let me make sure that A, B and C gets done But it's like let's make sure that A, B and C gets done In the most creative, enjoyable manner mm. For everyone involved Whilst m- ensuring that the job gets done properly Yeah, yeah. And witnessing that I've seen what an impact that it, that that it makes Because then obviously she gets a lot of the personal feedback mm. And she gets a lot of people wanting to transfer From other schools to her school Purely because of how she's running things and the reason why I'm bringing all of that up is to say that on a sort of bigger scale, she's the mentor in the process that everyone's going through there. And it's, it's her putting steps like that into place or any leader putting steps like that into place that really inspires the guys in the middle of that, that limbo, right, that we were talking about to push on.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, and it's
1: just, we were just talking about that in episode one to say that guys, a mentor on the process, absolutely mm. critical.
0: Yeah, absolutely yeah. critical.
1: Not so that you can, you know, just have someone to go to when when the things are going tough, but just have someone that, that like you were mentioning, and you can expound a bit more on this, someone that's looking from the outside in mm. with the objective mm.
0: viewpoint. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's always that it's always that thing that uh, you know when you're dealing with older people in life. You know, um, deeds deeds always told me this thing. He says, listen, when you're dealing with older people, always remember because you know there's yeah. like that weird thing where where every young person gets to a stage where they're so in touch with the world and they're on top of all the new developments and, you know, all this kind of stuff that the older generation, they kind of like lose patience with them. <laughs> you, you know, that th- whole thing, like, yeah. like my mom sends me a picture the one day and she's like, every time I ask you for help, the, the, the picture was said, every time yeah. I ask you for help with a cell phone or a laptop, just remember I taught you how to use a spoon. I was like, <laughs> okay. Okay, let's let's just dial it back. Okay. Yeah. Mom, please. Let's let's just dial it back a bit. Okay. <laughs> There's There's this...
1: violence, bro. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> she doesn't want peace. She wants problems. <laughs> yeah, apparently. But uh but but you know it's 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 always D's always used to say this. Oh, he still does actually. He says, remember that the people who are ahead of you, especially like many years ahead of you, you know, mm-hmm. they've already forgotten lessons that you still need to learn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Now, now you think about that, you know, and and you know to to the viewers who are watching, wherever you are on on your journey, you know, um, if you're kind of still early on in that journey, um, the pressure of all that you have to learn and do that lies ahead of you is is something hectic, you know. Yeah. But if if you are connecting with people who have already been there, who've already ticked all the boxes, already got the t-shirts, you know, all these kind of things. The idea of saving yourself so much time and so much pain, you know, so much effort by just adopting the experience. Mm. You you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, the the goal should always be that every generation stands on the shoulders of the previous one.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one, man. That is a tough one. and. I've got my own personal reasons for saying that, and maybe I should play devil's advocate tonight in bringing those up.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> yeah.
1: No devils allowed here, Llewellyn. <laughs> but we have to we have to pick it apart, man, because if, if an ordinary guy like me is thinking that, then I'm sure someone else in the audience is as well. And the reason why I say it's a tough one, and geez, it's not even just secluded to South Africa alone, where we've got a major political history with the older generation. But just the older generation in general, at times it can be very difficult to have that and keep that mindset that you just mentioned in place, yeah, because yeah. you look at where things are now because of said older generations, and you honestly do ask yourself, is there anything to learn besides what not to learn and it gets a bit tricky, man, because just take it it it's bringing it real close, you know take the, take family members or or friends and you know their families et cetera, et cetera and you look at how people do things, and you're just like I want to learn from you, but you're not giving me a lot to work with here. You know, <laughs> And what I've had to find is that in my own personal experience and relationships is that I've really had to keep my heart open to discerning what's yeah. being said and yeah. taking a principle out of it or listening and trying to see the wisdom that they are busy, you know, passing down to me and whatever they're saying, mm. but, but taking that which works and that which doesn't work in accordance to the objective anchor being Christ that we spoke about in the previous episodes, because yeah. man, I look at some of these older generations and good Lord, bro, I do not want to be where they are. And neither do I want to be influencing the generations after me in the way that they have.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: And mm. that's put me in a tricky place in my heart because sometimes I do struggle and audience put in the comments. If you agree with me, sometimes it's difficult to to listen with an open heart to these people, man, because you're like, you know what? no, I don't like how you're doing things right now. <laughs> and then I need to take an honest step back and say, well, maybe I just need to grow up a bit. Yeah. Like, Hey, suck it up, Lou. You can't have your cake and eat it too. But I do believe that it, there is a gentle balance involved
0: No, absolutely. in, in
1: listening with the wisdom. Mm. So, you know, as much as you are saying bash, so bash, that, uh, we should, you know, remember that, yes, there are lessons that they've already forgotten that I'm still coming in to learn, but the experience that they had, I don't have to copy and paste it, man. Well, the experience is theirs and mine is mine, right? So I'm uh, going a bit new generation when I say that.
0: So, so I, think, I, I think you're touching on something important because th- there are a few mechanics, like in my mind, that mm-hmm. we should probably break down there. Okay, so, so number one, let's talk about that objective anchor again. And I mean, yeah. viewers, I mean, if you've been following, you know, you know wh- what this is and uh, you know why Jesus has to be our external anchor, right? Yeah. Um, because, I mean, he's the standard of truth. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's the standard of truth. He's the standard of love. He's the standard of freedom. You know, all, all that kind of stuff. So um, that's, that's like the first mechanic. So it's, it's kind of like um, if you don't have that mechanic in place, you, mm-hmm. know, you know what we actually fall into? We start trying to make people be that external anchor. It's a yeah. tough one. And, and this is where it gets tricky because, you see, for it to be an external anchor, you need someone who's perfect yeah You know what I'm saying, so for example, yeah. let's say uh, um let's say there's a business mentor or you know something like that that you're choosing now, okay, cool, I want to follow this person or you know whatever it is. Yeah. If you don't have the external anchor of Christ, what's going to happen is is that where that person is seemingly imperfect in certain areas of their life, right? Mm-hmm. And you notice this now because, I mean, you're walking with them, you know, you're spending time with them, you're learning from them, you know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. What tends to happen is that we try to, we, we start to lessen the experience that they can offer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we like, oh, because you do that other thing like terribly. I mean, what you good
1: is the bit, you? Know? Yeah, we, exactly. You get into each other.
0: Yeah. It's like, listen, what's, what, what good is this, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And, um, and even with that, you know, the, the expectation when we're dealing with people is it, it can't be high, right? <laughs> oh, that sounds when terrible. We, right? I, I realized after I said that, hold on, <laughs> that's not what I mean. Okay. I'm not, I don't mean it in the way <laughs> that you're taking it now. Sorry, Sabash. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is this is the reason why I said um, our expectation mustn't be high is because we don't have high expectations for ourselves. Yeah, that's true. You with me? I mean, we yeah. know all our insecurities at the core of the core. Yeah, you with me? But just because we don't have sight of another person's insecurities or weakness, the way we have our of our own, doesn't mean we must place a confidence in them that we don't even place in ourselves. Yeah, you with me? N- nobody's perfect. Yeah, it's no, true. Nobody's perfect, and and there is there is no reason to have a perfect expectation. You know, yeah. and, and maybe we can go into that. On a later episode about how Jesus teaches us in moderating that expectation, right yeah. but, the, but the truth is, no one is perfect and, and unless you have that objective anchor, you'll never have that unconditional approach to someone. Mm. you understand because if if, if you want to submit to to someone as a leader, yeah right so if you want to submit to someone as your leader, right, um, internally, you already are creating a standard that wait a minute. If I'm going to choose to submit, this person needs to fulfill X, Y, and Z.
1: Yeah, and that so person doesn't even know it yet, bro.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, your own, it's your own kind of personal things, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but the truth is, is that there is no perfect leader. The only perfect leader is Christ, mm. right? Look, I know a few leaders that come really close. Man, they are amazing, like, <laughs> like seriously, you know? But Christ is the only perfect leader, you know? Yeah. But those who have allowed Christ to work in their lives will lead you... In a way that's very similar to the way he would lead you. You know what well, I'm saying? It should be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We would see the fruit that the Bible talks of. But yeah. But the point I'm making is that, you know, we always have to come back to making allowance for each other. You with me? And yeah. and the allowance doesn't mean being a doormat. It doesn't mean uh um, you know, fighting or you you know, being aggressive with boundaries. It doesn't yeah. mean any of that. That's relationship stuff that, you know, everyone has to manage with the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. But um the, the, the unconditional side of it, the making allowance for it, is understanding that people aren't perfect, mm. you know and it's only it's actually only a fruit from uh, um, Christ himself through the Holy Spirit, where you'll be able to see valuable things in people who are seemingly terrible. Mm.
1: Yeah, and on the flip side of that, Bash, just just to bring it out there, is that we have to make allowance for the people that we choose to be our mentors, vice versa applies as well, is that? if you are in a position as anyone who's listening to be a mentor to someone else Mm. is to make allowance for that person as well.
0: Yeah, you have to, you have to, you know, and, and the thing is, this is, you know, there's two kinds of leadership. You know, you get a leadership that's kind of like skill and knowledge based, right? Like, like, like a mentor. I mean, if you go for an apprenticeship, okay, let's say you're going to go for an apprenticeship for welding, for example, right? So if you go for that apprenticeship, the, the welder that you're going to be following, you're learning how to weld from him. Yeah, you with me? But then there's the life, uh, mm. and the heart kind of leader mentorship, you know, kind of thing. And with that kind of relationship, it's more about how they're doing what they're doing as opposed to what they're doing. Yeah, one hundred percent. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, so let's talk about the first one. You know, uh, well, both of those. I mean, everyone has those kind of relationships, you know, at different levels in their life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because the truth is, is if you make every relationship about your level of skill or knowledge, right, you, it's actually not relationships.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds yeah. a bit transactional, man. It,
0: it's completely transactional <laughs> because the worst part is, is that you, you, you're always going to end up in competition. Yeah, always, You know, And
1: eventually, you know what, the person that you busy, break the mic, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and eventually, you know what, the person that you in a relationship like that with that's performance, as soon as that person realizes their value, they're out, man. Mm. They're like, I'm not gonna put up with this. No. And and almost rightfully so, because yeah. there is really a big limitation to the value that you receive out of a, mm. a relationship like that.
0: Yeah. And I think, dude, have you ever noticed with, with relationships, you know, maybe you can comment a bit more here is is how easily we as people, okay, we we blur the boundaries of relationship. I'll give you a basic example right, and and maybe yeah. you, you can expand a bit more, so let's talk about um let's talk about a scenario where you've got a bad boss, yeah, right now you go to work and you expect the boss to treat you x, y, and z, right, but you've signed an employment contract, there's a list of duties you've got to do you're getting a salary every month, and the boss is like, "Could you just get your job your job done you know yeah. and the boss is gonna have moods and it's gonna he's gonna be difficult, he or she's gonna be difficult, and you know. All this kind of stuff. And in the mix of all of that, you're developing this like cool rapport with the boss. With the boss you know, like uh, you funny conversations, talk about sports, jokes, everything. And then the one day the boss flips out because under pressure whatever, and you get treated badly. And you're just like, how could they treat me like this? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't even know if I can ever look yeah. at them again. You, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And it's, it's, it's surprising to me how easily we fall into that trap. That even with our mentors, you know, I mean, familiarity is such a dangerous thing, you know, because cause you must remember we decide the honor that we carry. People yeah. don't prove the honor uh, um, that they deserve to us. We yeah. decide the honor that we carry. You with me? Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's our job to make sure that we keep that in place. But I mean, Lou, if, if, if you, if you want to talk on that, I don't know what your experience it, is with it, where those relationships, those boundaries, how we can blur them so easily.
1: Yeah, man, I think it was in 2019. I was busy working at a place in, in Sanson. and it didn't happen to me, thank God. But <laughs> I was busy like, on a daily I was witnessing the exact things that you're mentioning. So we had a I was working for a guy there, a very cool guy, him and his wife own own company and fantastic people, you know, outside of the workplace. Fantastic people. But at work they 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 know how to run the place, they know how to run the operations. And part and parcel of why they used to run the operations with such a, a strict method is because if they didn't do it, no one would really pitch up and just do it themselves. Mm-hmm. So they sort of fell into a mentality of, you know what, we have to be dragons. Otherwise people are going to take advantage of us, which is, it's cool. It works to a degree, it gets the job done, but I see, man, it always used to surprise me because I was the youngest person there by like an easy 20 years, bro, in regards to like the, the sales office that I was working in. Yeah. And it's like none of them clicked to understand that, guys, there is different, like, um, how can I say, parameters in which to interact with this guy, who is also, incidentally, your boss. And exactly what you're saying, you know, when this guy got under stress, man, he was, like, horrible. Like, Mm. you know, man had a temper on him, but um, it it would throw them off completely for the whole day. I was like, but guys, number one, you know he's like this. You've been working here the longest. Surely yeah. you understand the pattern of yeah. how things work. Number two, why are you taking it so damn personally all the time? It's got nothing to do with you. He likes you. He was having beers with you on Friday. You're not a bad person. <laughs> Stress involved here, man. And it's just like, I was literally the only one who, who seemed to balance it. And mm. not to toot my own horn, but it's just like, I think because I'd come in so late compared to everyone else to that environment, I didn't have like my own miss conception of how things should be maybe so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. from day one i saw this is how it is I'm like okay that's fine it's not lacquer but it's fine at least we understand that we'll we'll operate around that mm, mm. but man it's crazy to see that and the absolute blurring of the the relationship because and, uh, it's just a weird 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 concept because and i see it mostly in the adults man in the older generation if i'm mm. honest with you and i only say that because that's mostly the generation I've worked with so far. So no, I don't know no, what it's like for the guys my age, to be honest with you. I don't know how they're handling things in the workplace. And maybe we need guys in the comments to <laughs> come and inform us, you know, yeah, it would be great. But it's just, I have seen that and it's crazy how much it can throw people off mm. for an entire week at times. And it's just like, but guys, surely you could just take a step back and understand it. Hey,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, like, uh, you know, it's hey. like people say, can we just be mature about this? But, then someone else is going to say, yeah, it's fine. Things can happen, but we don't need to like shout and you know, all this kind of, why can't we deal with it properly? And I was like, listen, guys, like I said, there's no such thing as a perfect person. Christ 100%. Christ is the only perfect one. That That is it, you know? Yeah, like
1: let's give everyone some slack. Everyone's trying to do things in the way that they think is best.
0: How, and, you know what I'm saying? It's,
1: you know, whether <laughs> they come to the realization in a day or in a year that there might be a better way. We all go through it. It's a human process in all honesty.
0: We should actually say, uh, whether it's a day or a year that it takes them to subscribe to this podcast, you know.
1: <laughs> the better way is out there. Yeah. When you subscribe is up to you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah we we'll are just we're just putting it out there, you know, kinda. Of so for any
1: of the audience that has a an employee or someone that, that is is fitting this. Or oh, even boss. Yeah, or the boss, or the damn boss. Just be brave. Click the damn share button, please. Yeah. Send them the link. Send them the link.
0: Because, dude, you, you know what the trick is, is like if you yeah. look at the work situation, right? And whether you're working for yourself or you're working for a boss or whatever, it's, uh, listen, if you, don't, if you don't earn money, you don't eat. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and we know scripturally that God has empowered us to create wealth. The Bible tells us that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, and, you know, if you look at the workplace, right, it's a lot like school in the sense mm. that you start forming bonds with people that you can't escape.
1: <laughs> Bro, it's like that uh well that one meme where like you're a 20-year-old, but your best friends are like a 45 and 60 year old person. <laughs> it's like it's the people I work with, man. I literally spend all my time uh, with them.
0: Geez, exactly, <laughs> dude. You know, and, and it's it's that kind of scenario. So you 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 eventually grow like these love-hate relationships, you know. And um and you start connecting on more than work and you know all that kind of yeah. stuff. But it's so important. And and again I want to stress this, guys, is that you can never walk in this this kind of uh unconditional aspect you know mm. if if you're not walking with Jesus yeah you know what i'm saying i'm not just talking about you know knowing his word i'm i'm talking about experiencing him in your heart you have to because when you sense the nature of the love that he has for you right yeah. you carry that forward to the other imperfect people in your life yeah. you you know what i'm saying it's just how it works you know and um I mean, I had a similar, similar situation, Lou. You know, when I got to, to corporate and everything. You know, my department, I work for. Man, everyone, amazing. Like, amazing people, you know. But mm. the thing is, is just that work consumes so much of your life that you get terribly unbalanced. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Physically, emotionally, mentally, you know, um, personally with your life goals, you know, all this kind of stuff. Mm. And um, And it was so crazy because you spend enough time around people, you know, all the boundaries slowly come down you know a little bit a little bit a little bit but but the problem is is that you haven't developed the relationship to warrant the boundaries coming down it's true and where and and i've seen that that is where it falls off the bus of it you know what i'm saying is that because of familiarity people think i can drop the boundary because the relationship's strong enough it's
1: true man that is so true you know what i'm saying
0: but (laughs) But the boundary is there for a reason. It's there to protect you. It's there to protect the other person, you know. Because sometimes that person steps over that boundary and they can hurt you. But if they step over their boundary, you can also hurt them. Yeah, you you know what I'm saying. And and it's this um, this lack of kind of wisdom is the right word, but sort of objectivity Mm. um, that where people seemingly don't know when to say, okay, I'm going to keep you there for now. Yeah, you know, let me get more evidence that mm. it's going to be safe to venture forth there. Yeah. You know? And and you know for me it's always such a testament to our need for relationship. You know, everyone wants to be the best of friends. Everyone wants to help people. Everyone always has it because it's in our design. God made us for a relationship. Mm. You know, fir- first with him and with with the loved ones around us, with everyone al- around us, you know. Um like we've said repeatedly, the Bible tells us serve one another in love. Yeah. Right? And um And everyone has that in their heart, you know, but it can never be void of that wisdom, never be void of that objectivity. And the only way we can get that temperament is if Christ is our objective anchor. If we understand how his love Mm. is towards us and we experience that, what's automatically going to happen with all the people around us is that, okay, wait a minute, the guy at work. We talk about rugby. We talk about all these things, you know, all that kind of stuff. We can keep it there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Until there is some trust developed, until there is some understanding developed, you know, all these kind of things, mm. until there's respect that's developed, you know, all that kind of stuff. Because the truth is, it's not always wise to let people into your life.
1: It's so true, bro. Just because they can be, it doesn't mean that they should be. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that's something that I was, yes, yeah, you man, I can really relate to a lot of what you're saying there in the real estate job, the most pre- the most recent one, is that I was super careful there, man. And this sort of mechanic that I'm about to break down, it doesn't just apply to the workplace. Mm-hmm. It's literally with family, with friends, with strangers, with the people at work. Like, it can work across the board. Or should I say I've applied it across the board. And what I found was that, you know, the workplace that I was at or that I found myself in, familiarity, oh, dude, it, it, it came about so easily. so 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 easily and I had to make a decision and I think it was about after my first year there in my heart I had to say you know what I'm stepping back here
0: Mm.
1: these these relationships I need to take stock of them because the level of familiarity is not warranted Mm. and I could literally see like a few issues were cropping up you know because you go out let's say for example on a Friday you have the work lunch and then after the work lunch there's a bit of drinks and it turns into late night and yeah it's a great time Woo! And then come Monday and it's uh it's not a fun discussion because certain targets haven't been met, and all of a sudden you're like, No man. Is this the same guy from Friday? What the heck? Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> but there's some recourse for me, right? There's like um there's I'm your some, friend, I'm your yeah. friend. <laughs> like, like, where's the like you didn't say anything on Friday? Why were we drinking together? If this is how you feel about yeah. me, you see, I just like spirals out of control real quick, completely. And um, I had to like really take a step back because I saw what was happening to a lot of the people around me. I'm like, well, is like these people, they're not realizing the familiar, the level of familiarity, you know, mm. and it's a dangerous thing because it really can result in a lot of frustration and confusion yeah. and yeah. what I realized and the absolute wisdom. Mm. It, it is wise to do that, to take a step back and just take stock. And I yeah. say that also, especially for like family relationships, for example, is that sometimes you need to take a step back. And like you said, the the exact words, until there's a bit more evidence, yeah, this relationship cannot go past certain bounds. And the cool thing about doing that, they're taking the step back, because it can sound a bit extreme, right? Yeah. But the, the cool thing of doing that with the objective anchor is that in the moments, you still find your heart softening towards those people. You know, like irrespective of me taking a step back, like, you know what, Bash, you know what, you and I we're not gonna do this and this anymore. We're not gonna talk about certain things. But with the objective anchor in place, whenever we come to meet, it's still a soft heart to you. Hear what are you actually saying? Yes, You know, what, exactly. what is actually being mentioned here? And that's the beautiful thing that I realized is that, and the, the thing that I found difficult is to explain that to the other person or communicate it to them so mm-hmm. that they understand that, well, there is still very much so potential for us to move forward. Yeah. However, from a wisdom or from a wise point of view, that won't be happening right now. Yeah not until either I've grown up and I've developed a few things in my heart or until you have, until we both have on different degrees, whatever the case is. But the point I'm trying to make is that taking the step back with the objective anchor always keeps the door open, mm, which I find very, very cool. Of
0: course. It's so
1: extreme, man. It's like, yeah. I think you're my best friend or you're not my friend. like, no, man, for a sec. What is this nonsense here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's tough, eh? It's tough. And, and it's, it's like, you know, what, with, with the objective anchor, obviously always Christ, like we say, you, you never lose value for people you yeah. know, even even the people that hurt you you know yeah as you... upset
1: as you are man the value yeah. is still there and you ask yourself oh my gosh why am i still willing to listen to this person like literally bash bro an audience please team luya have you not sometimes just ask yourself why have i still got time and patience for this person and i'm telling you that is not of yourself man it, it, it is not because it, humanly speaking or from a worldly point of view Everything is telling you to pack your bags and run. Yeah, And here we are. Let's sit down and talk. Mm-hmm. Or let's let's just, uh, pray about it. Or let's think about it. Or let's do this. It's just like, man, Lou, you need to learn, bro. But like you're saying, the objective anchor changes that. And the cool thing about it is that you actually never end up losing yeah. in the long run. It doesn't take from you. You realize you think it's going to take from you. But you actually realize, wait, that actually didn't take from me. It was great. I can do it again. I could do it a thousand times over.
0: No, and, and it's 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 the point of understanding, you know, and we've made that uh um that point many times on the previous episodes, is it's about being a giver. You know, so now when I'm going in and and like you were saying, you know, let's let's sit down, let's pray about it, let's discuss, you know, all these kind of things. I'm not doing it with my heart so wide open, vulnerable, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um I'm doing it with wisdom, but still having value for the person. Yeah. You with me? I'm not I'm not putting myself in a place of danger. I'm not doing all this, but I can still have value for, the, for that person. That's you know? it. And, and that is something only Jesus can give us. You know. Yeah. And, uh, and I like what you were saying about that familiarity, right? Because let me, let me ask you this, right? Um, <laughs> why do you always laugh every time I want to ask you something? No, man, you're a stressful question. <laughs> I've
1: always pricked myself
0: for that. Okay, okay, here we go. Have you ever had that moment in life where you were just so desperate for someone that you could be yourself with? Oh, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 how often, right? How often when you answered yes, okay, yeah. you prematurely decided that oh, I can just be myself with this person. And the relationship got absolutely wrecked.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say wrecked, but yeah, it just doesn't work out, you know. Yeah, just it, it, like it just H-
0: didn't materialize, you know.
1: I, I misjudged this one,
0: huh? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but but don't you think it's amazing that we all have that sense of i just wish i could be myself
1: Well, yeah. bash to what you're saying you know like that like, don't you ever just like step back and think about how you wish that like whatever digression you know, elect like, like let's take the the random workplace colleagues yeah. like have you ever taken a step back then like taken stock like yes see, we are all friends here but we have got like literally no right to be getting along with anything but like <laughs> man you'll go to war for this person between nine and five bro <laughs> It's just, the point I'm trying to make is that, that human, that need for human relationship, it is so weird, yeah. but it works. It but, works. But, it's actually so special as well.
0: No, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing, dude. It, it's such a beautiful thing because, you know, when, when we build relationships with the way God has advised or prescribed, right, then we, we get beautiful relationships, you know, Yeah. we get fulfilling, rewarding relationships, you know, but that need of I'm just, I can just be myself with that person, you know, kind of thing. Mm. Guys, you know, viewers and Lou now as well, you know, I, I want to tell you emphatically that yeah. that person, first and foremost, is Christ. Yeah. He's the person. I'm, I mean, he accepts you, right, as yeah. you are. That is it. So, the, the, and the purpose of that, the reason why he does is so that you can open your heart to him. Mm. So that so that you can know there's no judgment, right? Because like think about when we're around people, dude. It's a key mechanic, bro. Okay, look, I I will I'll expose you on the stream now, right? Because nah, you, nah, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. that's not allowed, bro.
1: Cause <laughs> sounds like no, under the
0: no, 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 because because exposing you, I'm exposing myself as well, right? But how often? Okay, I'm gonna let you swallow your water first before I make the statement. Otherwise, right, let's do this. We're gonna lose some equipment here. But <laughs> how often, right, do you have to be conscious about who you are around? Because this thing here, your, your your mouth is gonna cause some heavy problems.
1: On the daily, bro. <laughs> on the daily, it is. A, it's a gift. It's a blessing and a curse, as they yeah, say. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but I mean, now that simple thing, and you like. But there are people that you have in your life mm. where you have a bit more freedom with what you want to say. Yeah, versus some appreciate it, man.
1: <laughs> Others just don't. I'm just like, well. All right, And sometimes you find out by mistake eh? Sometimes yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. a happy accent Like oh no <laughs> No it's true
0: It's true you know but, but just that basic thing We all out of a, out of a sense Of responsibility you know mm. We do have a certain way that we Carry ourselves around people Yeah, You know what I'm saying if, if a certain person Is not comfortable with the way you speak You know the, the responsible caring thing To do is that when you're around them You know address yeah. them with respect yeah you, you know what I'm saying it's it's not a thing of uh um, oh, I'm just going to say what I want to say I don't care about you" you know kind of thing you know yeah. it's it's a thing of if if they think my personality is too loud and boisterous and they feel uncomfortable and nervous then okay I'm just going to tone it down a little bit so that you know what they yeah, they, they accommodating makes it Yeah sense. You, you know what I'm saying but but not to the point where, where we're denying basic facts and reality and truth, you know? Not like that. Yeah. I'm talking about basic human interaction here, you know? And, and, From a and, mature point of view. Yes, and having, having the consideration and, mm. and the compassion for each other. You, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So that sense of, of oh, I just, I, I just want to, you know, just want to be myself with this person, you know? Mm. I promise you, the only person you can, you can be like that with is Jesus, man yeah that is it and and you know if you find your comfort with him at that place, mm. you're going to become someone who gives to people. you're going to become someone who becomes a leader. You yeah. know what I'm saying because now when you're dealing with people, you're not looking to take from them, you're not looking to to see what they can give you. you're looking to give to them, you know you're looking to serve them to see how they can ha- how you can help them you know mm. and it's like that dynamic that you spoke about uh, in the beginning is you know w- with having a mentor or a leader, you know all that stuff. You know, it's amazing that the biblical dynamic is that you should always have a mentor and you should always have a disciple. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Because the truth is, is that whatever that you're getting in, in terms of your process, the, the, the experience you're accumulating, the knowledge that's getting passed down to you, all that stuff, you should be passing it on. Yeah. You with me? You should be taking on the responsibility of, okay, let me pass this on to someone to help them.
1: That's it. You know, and it will help you as well.
0: Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I mean, Lou, what did I tell you when when, when uh, you, Delron, you know, you guys rocked up there at church. Yeah. A very long time ago, by the way. How long ago was it? Jeez. Like,
1: 2018, bro. Yeah. Tom's been flying.
0: Praise the Lord. All yeah. right. Praise but I mean, when you guys rocked up there, I mean, the first serious conversation I had with you guys, you know, and I said, listen, guys, if you sit and you listen and you take in as much as you can, mm. you're going to save yourself 10 years in life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm ten years ahead of you. Deeds is another ten years ahead of me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, on top of that, you got twenty years of experience, right? Yeah. That you can add to your years if you would choose to learn. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I look at you guys, and just, okay, it speaks for itself. You know, you guys are, yeah. you you guys have have really, uh, um, jumped a lot of potholes and hurdles, and you know, skipped a lot of mm. hard lessons because why? Wow, you've chosen to do that, you know. Yeah. And the time is approaching now for you guys, obviously, where you got to start taking that responsibility to lead others. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You guys are approaching that that moment. I'm like, okay, we actually do have some experience to pass on you.
1: You know what what's so cool about that reality? Because yes, it's you in the face mm. where you actually realize, wait, I'm in a position in anything, whether it's work or life or relationships or whatever it may be. We realize I'm in a position to start giving more than what I'm receiving. And the cool thing about that is that it actually, number one, it makes you appreciate what you've been receiving one hell of a lot more. You actually begin to see the the value in it tremendously more, Mm. like it it literally skyrockets. But number two, it it, the level of accountability that then settles into you as a person, it's like wow, that's cool. Mm. I don't even have to work hard for it. It literally, it's like it's. And I always use this as, as an example. Your brother, key case, the day he got married. I promise you, he changed. He changed, bro. Like literally, it wasn't a big physical change. but I'm just saying the way he carried himself.
0: Yeah. Boy became a man.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, literally from boy to man, it happened. I saw the transition in front of my eyes, and I was like, "That is cool. That is really cool." Like, I want to get married now. Hey, who's available? Let's do this.
0: Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay. I love, I love the excitement. But... But that's how cool it was, bro. Yeah, yeah okay, That's okay, how okay. cool it was. Okay, but cool. it's just like. <laughs> It was
1: that 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 accountability that settled on him to mm. say that, you know what, now I'm gonna step out from not leading to leading. Yeah. You yeah, know, and it's just him taking up that basically like, you know, t- picking up his cross, if you want to call it that, yeah. for the marriage. And it's just it was so beautiful and it was inspiring as heck as well to see. Mm. And the point I'm trying to make is I'm finally getting there, is that that transition, that transition of being able to step out of being a disciple into a mentor. In any aspect mm. of life, it is a beautiful one. And I do think a lot of people don't even think about that anymore, man. Yeah. You know, in the society that we live in, where it's money and status and this and that, where's the space for mentorship, man? Where's mm. the space for, you know what? I, I see someone with potential, not just the potential to make me money, but actual potential and value as a person, as a human being, and I wanna help them.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, exactly. like yeah. there, there's no space for that. And in all honesty, that's the better way, guys. I it mean, is. if our, let's 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 take it back to what we started this episode off with. If the older generations had that in mind, I'm sure there'd be a lot more people listening to them as well.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Not to bash the older generation, I'm just saying, you know, if that was a mentality that had has been carried through or would be carried through, we'd be in a much different place right now.
0: Mm. You Look, know. I I don't think none of them did. I just think it it was a minority, you know. I, no, I, definitely minority. Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't no come problem. across uh, like a huge multitude, you know, but but there are there are certain of the older generation that I've looked at and I thought to myself, it's like, and you, and you know what the key is is that you don't want to get to age 70, 80, 90 and realize, oh, I don't have much time left here. <laughs> Let me try and do something. You know what I'm saying? It's it's every day you got to realize that okay you know what? We're just passing through this place. Mm, you such know, ending, man. Yeah, the Bible tells us that, you know. But while we're here passing through, you know, we must have it in our hearts to make the most of everything. And and that's what we can achieve in and of ourselves, mm. you know. But also what we can give. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, like, like let's take that thing about helping people, you know. um. So you started your business this year, right? End of last year? This year. Yeah, this year. How old are you now? Twenty-four. Okay, so you're twenty-three when you started your business, right? Twenty-four. Oh, you turned twenty-four? Yeah. This year. Yeah. And you started your business beginning of this year? Middle of this year. Oh. Oh, happy birthday to you. Started a business. That's great. <laughs> 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 but I mean I mean now you look at let's let's take that journey. Because you and I have been having talks about this thing for over three years, I think, now, you know? Yeah. About about how to to, to, you know, experience God as a provider, how to find your identity in him, you know, um, how, to, how to take these strategies and apply them, you know, to mm. business, how to find out what your gifts are and trust in the Holy Spirit for a vision to, to actually, you know, empower it and, and, and bring it to something that is, that is real, you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, um, and even though you're in the infancy of it, you know, the thing is, is that it is now a reality that you are, are turning and you're working, you know, kind, kind yeah. of thing. But, I mean, you were able to save so many years of your life, you know what I'm saying, simply because of the relationship you had with a few older people around you. It's true. That, that when you wanted to do something, someone would come along and say, hey, actually, that's a good idea, but do it this way instead of that. Way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, or or you'd be like, oh, I'm going to do this. And someone would be like, oh, wow, I haven't actually seen that. How does it work? And Then you have an opportunity to teach. But yeah. let me ask you this, another question. Don't get nervous. Right? <laughs> What has it done in your own heart, right? This process that you've been on. Yeah. What, is, what has it done in your own heart to help the next batch behind you now? So like the 18 to the 23-year-olds.
1: Sheesh. It's a loaded question, man. I'll be honest in telling you that it, it's, it's given um, another perspective to the entire vision. It's mm. so like you're saying, this has been an ongoing discussion for the past three years. I'll be honest in saying that for the first I'd say almost three quarters of those three years, that vision only had one person in mind and that was myself.
0: Mm.
1: It was only going to look after me. It was only going to support me. It was only going to help me, uplift me, do things that I wanted. It was going to make Lou happy. And there was a shift towards the the end of last year, beginning of this year, where the vision started to be like, but wait, if this can become about more than just myself, great.
0: Mm.
1: Objective anchor, Jesus, what does that look like? Yeah, let's move. Yeah. Let's go for it, and and that is what what's happened is that the process turned from just being me, myself and I, and making myself look good and exceptional and good looking and great and you know all those things that we could argue I already am. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking, audience. It's a joke. Relax, please. <laughs> but it's, it's 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 taken a turn, you know, from um, being how can I say that sent it onto myself to center to now forward thinking for other mm. people for, for future generations. Cause honestly I've, I've taken stock and I've been like, you know what, this is what you have done for me. This is what Diddy has done for me. Mm. This is what X, Y, and Z person has done for me. And I was like, who am I not to carry that torch forward?
0: Yeah. You know?
1: And I realized that my, my heart wasn't ready to, to step out into making a decision like that until I saw value beyond myself, mm. Mm. which might sound weird to the world, man it might sound very weird to be saying that but it's the truth
0: it is it's the absolute truth and
1: the better way is the way that doesn't just think about me man Mm. it's the way that doesn't just include the letter i
0: yeah
1: (laughs) it has to to spread beyond that and um it's a weird thing as well because it it does change the picture a lot Mm. immediately realize wait a minute the way i've been thinking about everything was just for me now i've got nothing i have to I have to basically restart now in a sense, which is also extreme.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, wait! You you yeah. have to respawn.
1: I have to respawn? Yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> it's so cringe, but nice. I'm glad you could have been there.
0: <laughs> but listen, I mean, to to what we started, right? Because yeah. I know, I don't know where the time goes when we're speaking, but anyway, you know, to, to kind of like wrap up this intro to this episode, and and you know, viewers, uh, guys on the reels, you know, whatever it is, please just. Uh, if you want to hear more about this, because I, I feel like, Lou, this is something we should we should touch on, you know, yeah. um, um, on how, you know, we spoke about process and, you know, all those kind of things. But what we spoke about now, I mean, we started speaking about the lull, right, yeah. of not being able to create and, you know, all these kind of things sort of thing, you know. But the truth is, you don't need to be in that position uh, where you are creating your own things or whatever. What you need to be doing is creating in someone else. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Facilitating in someone else and helping mm-hmm. someone else because every single one of us has something to give.
1: That's beautiful, and that's, yeah. Yeah, that that opens a can of worms.
0: That's it, dude. We, we every every single one of us has something to give, you know. And I think you know, from my side, just to close off, here, I, I've got this thing, and Lou, I mentioned it to you before, you know. This is how it helps us on our own process. Okay, so we're all yeah. learning, we're all experiencing, you know, all this kind of stuff, right? But there's this thing called the learning pyramid. Okay. And it was very interesting. I going to read it out, okay? So this is your, your levels of retention within your learning pyramid, okay? Yeah. So if you just listen to something, it's 5%, right? If you read it, it's 10%. If you listen and you read, it's 20%. Yeah. All right? If you demonstrate it, okay, it's 30%, right? If mm-hmm. you discuss it, it's 50%, right? If you apply it in your own life and do it, seventy-five percent. But if you teach it to someone else, ninety percent, ninety percent. That is an absolute jump. You know what I'm saying? So I think you know what, guys, test test yourself. You know what? If you if you depressed, if you sad, if you you know whatever it is, make a decision in your heart to connect with someone to give them something. I promise you, you're gonna be so happy. You're gonna be so charged right Mm. and even if it's the simplest thing listen if you're listening to this and all you got to offer is good skills on fifa on playstation man help someone make a video (laughs) connect with someone say listen try this trick give the combination you know whatever it is but help someone you know that's it apparently
1: um shadow ethan needs help on fifa (laughs) Please ah. Instagram in our links, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, go check him out. If you guys want to want to give him some uh, some pointers there, you know. So um, yeah, so I think from my side, you know, for this episode, Lou, uh, I just want to say, guys, um, to get out of your lull, the key is not having a you know, oh, if I could just do this in life and all that stuff. No, no, no. Make Christ your perfect environment, right? Mm-hmm. And make a decision to give to people every day, even if it's just kind words. You know what I'm saying? You see someone sad, just tell them, hey, man, you're looking good today. Hey, do you know that Jesus loves you? Whatever it is, start with your words, you know, Mm. and just build a habit of giving to people. And I promise you, you're going to feel so much lighter. You're going to feel charged. You're going to feel energetic. You're going to feel empowered. And all the more, you're going to want to connect with Jesus even more because you want what he has so that you can give it to people. So... From my side Sir Bash as I have now been dubbed grace and peace and uh, we're gonna see you guys on the next episode
1: yeah man that's a cool episode bro looking forward to the the direction which we're going in audience guys come on go out and get it man it's really not that uh, it's not as far away as you think so go out there give out of yourself and let the objective anchor start taking place in your life that's it and um, yeah as always guys welcome to Respawn